Oh yeah, love me some feedback. All right. <laughs> I fixed it. everybody. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, like, um, with I guess with the Zoom being on, like, with the uh, microphone being on, I don't know. Yeah, got All good. Back. All good. It happens. Technical difficulties, not the first, not the last. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We hey. those here. So, yeah. welcome everybody. We got my boy Danny back on the show, and super excited. We're gonna. We're gonna get into some some good shit today, and we're our basic topic is like our experience with work, and you know the kind of workforce, and I guess our work ethics, and where that's led us, and where that's gonna take us. And uh, super excited to talk about Danny's new job that he just got because it is a killer, especially during this time to find a job that is this awesome and this like in his line of passion. So. Man, so think, yeah, start off. Tell us a little bit about yeah. like your new job and what's going on. I haven't heard much well, about it at all. Well, first, I just want to say good morning or hello to everybody. And, you know, thanks for having me on. I love coming on here. And it's always, good, like, good times, good memories. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about some pretty cool stuff. But, yeah, um, I just got a new job. I'm studying. Uh, basically, right now, I'm for psychology. Uh, I'm really passionate about the mental health field. And so... Um, I kind of had some jobs where I was just kind of just like going through the motions and kind of just doing busy work to get me through like my uh, under, like get me out of Chabot, which is a community college. And so my last semester at Chabot, I finished it and I was working at Whole Foods and then um, COVID happened. And I don't know, some people kind of like, I feel like there's, there's been two people in the COVID. There's been like somebody who's a little bit like like hesitant and kind of just waiting for something to happen and there's like other people who are like still finding ways to make it happen and uh, personally I didn't want to like put my life on pause so I looked for internships and ended up leaving uh, Whole Foods and found actually like a job working with teenagers who have mental health problems at a residential mental health facility it's basically like a house where uh, like six boys live and they basically go to meetings and the company does really cool things like this company is a really like holistic uh, meaning that they use like very natural and like they don't use like so like Western medicine is like, you know, mainly stuff like, you know, prescri- prescribing medicine and then like doing like therapy, trying to talk out your problems. But this company is pretty cool because they incorporate like yoga, they incorporate acupuncture, they incorporate uh adventure therapy and like uh horror culture like so many different types of like i really like them because they are adverse in their ways that they're trying to like help these kids which is cool because shit a lot of kids are like experiencing it for the first time and you know i'm into all that so it's really cool to find a job that aligns with my passions for sure that's awesome have you guys ever awesome. tried like acupuncture or like um anything That's like that? Scary as fuck, I haven't. I mean my mom has. Um but I just like the idea. So essentially you're saying is is people are not um you know like quick to di- quick to prescribe medications. Well what they have I mean in a part of our company, a part of our like program there's like psychologists and there's like 
psychiatrists and counselors and we have teachers all that come to this place we have nurses and then we have people like myself which are like the title is like a a coordinator but it's kind of like a mentor Mm -hmm. um but they have medicine they're taking medicine but it's just kind of like in addition to what they're doing totally so it's really cool i grew up like my mom was big on um like getting a second opinion before like taking a big steroid the doctor like talked to you for five minutes and the person guide to or you know like kind of anything related to medicine in terms of like prescriptions and specifically like harsh prescriptions of things mm-hmm. um, or even like big <clears throat> like surgeries like I this is kind of a tangent but I, I'm gonna make my point <laughs> um, go, I, for go for it I'm listening my senior year of college I uh, got sick a few times I had strep throat five times in four months I just kept like taking Damn. antibiotics and you know getting it again and taking antibiotics again it was really hard on my body um yeah. And they, obviously, the doctors were like, just get your tonsils removed. Um, and my mom was like, I really prefer we didn't do that right away. Maybe try another approach. Um, and that's just like her mindset. That's what I grew up with. So I ended up seeing um, a neuropathic uh, doctor, right? Neuropathic? Not neuropathic. Na- na- naturopath. Naturopath. Uh, naturopathic doctor. And uh-huh. he essentially... Um, he put me on this like harsh diet and not like like to like lose weight or anything, but like I didn't drink any alcohol, I didn't have any sugar, I didn't have any gluten, I didn't have any yeah. Nothing. Like we're just nothing. really there was nothing for four well, months for sure. Yeah, go ahead. And like I I haven't had syrup throat since. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. That so yeah. I mean like I mean like I said like in our I mean I'm not gonna. I'm not going to try and, like, make it sound something, like, super complicated, but, like, you know, in, like, the United States, we definitely, like, the way our uh, government, not government, our, like, medical system is set up, you know what I'm saying? Like, we feel that we're only getting a good service from a doctor if he prescribes us a prescription or a medicine, and, like, you know, for a long time, people have cured their, uh, like, illnesses and stuff like that with their diet, and, like, also, I think, I just wanted to say, like, I love that you told me that your mom is someone who is not quick to make a decision, but instead, like, uh, gets second opinions from d- different doctors and just, like, wants to have resources before she makes an opinion, right. which is great. Like, I've read, I've read a few books and, like, all of these, uh, like, really successful business people all say, well, this one guy in particular who I really, like, one of my idols, um, his name's Ray Dalio, he basically says, like, you know, don't take what one person is saying as like, don't let that be, <clears throat> don't let one person tell you one thing and then you take that 100% like for certain. It's your job as an individual to like check multiple places and get information and resources so that you can make the best decision. Like right. you said, if doctors are saying, hey, we think it's this, or if one doctor says it's this, but you don't really want to go that route don't take that route. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see a different doctor, always get a second opinion and never. Right. Right. Yeah. And, but that's also not to say that there isn't a time and place for prescription meds. I genuinely believe that that's like still. Oh, for sure. I love that. uh, There's some areas in our culture and society where it's just like a blind, like, like there are genuinely times doctors see patients for five minutes and give them a fat steroid without asking like enough questions or like big big stuff that can hurt people's 
bodies. And let me also say, since I'm like doing, I'm thinking with this new social filter all the time, I'm trying to, I have like a privilege in where I am in like my social class that I can go to a doctor multiple times. And that kind of throws things off for people oh, who for sure. don't have the money to like see multiple doctors or the time or, or any doctors or any, you know? And so yeah. let me just put that out there too. Like sometimes it can be difficult for people who um, maybe don't have those resources. For sure. No, I mean, I mean, assuming that of course, for someone who like doesn't have the resources or has an insurance that's like funded through the government, like, of course that is basically a whole different topic of like, yeah, our government or like uh, the system that our like public health is through. But yeah, like assuming that you have the resources, you know, you should do what you can. And even if you have an insurance that's like Medicare or whatever, you can still get multiple opinions. Like, you know, don't don't oh, yeah. don't um, assume that just because you have like X, Y, and Z insurance that you can't you don't have the same rights as someone who has a private insurance. Like, you know. Oh, totally. I'm not saying rights. I'm saying some people just like don't have the time or like ability to like put their health first or the, the drive yeah i feel like, like it's i feel like it's also like <clears throat> i feel personally that it's also kind of like an education thing like some people totally. are not some people don't know that they can get multiple opinions some people don't know right. that they should get multiple opinions right and lastly like some people don't even some people don't know enough to question you know what i'm saying they just take it for what it is like <clears throat> it's just one of those i mean it's just kind of one of those things but i mean we can't cure everything we can't like there's not one there's not it's, there's no perfect world you know what i'm saying like oh totally i just the prescription of, of medication though is like i mean you bring up a really interesting topic you know and <clears throat> i watched this documentary that macklemore put out on mm -hmm. youtube if anyone has the chance to watch it it's really pretty informative basically he was just talking about how pharmaceutical companies uh prescribe opioids which is uh like a really strong pathway to like addiction and stuff mm -hmm. like that so yeah i mean all that stuff anyway i'm sorry we went on a tangent but no, you're good this is exactly what it's about <laughs> but i i do my point is i do love that you're saying that this facility um is allowing different forms of treatment essentially you know and oh for sure Every person's different. Every person responds to a different type of treatment, a different type of service. Right. So when you're in the situation where you have these participants like staying in the home and living there, like that that is a serious situation. You know, they're you're taking like full responsibility for like every aspect of their life, and it's awesome that they're giving all of Dude. these opportunities. Yo, that's so crazy that you said that. I didn't understand the full like scope of it until i was like actually reading and doing my training like dude when they get signed when they get when they come when these clients come to our house i'll call it a house it's a really it's a fat ass house that all this shit happens <laughs> at but like when they come to the house legally like their parents are giving them to us so like we have to be with them like the whole time and like it's basically yeah basically like you're saying like every client is going to respond differently to different treatments. And like the biggest thing that I can try and encourage anybody or any young person who, who is looking to grow is to try new shit. And right. so like when you have these um, boys, cause that's why I work with our boys. Like 
I always try and tell them, and I, I try to help. I try to participate too, so that they can see like, hey, yoga is helpful. It helps you like feel like your body. And when you feel your body, if you're feeling like anxious, that like rushing heart feeling or like that tingly feeling that you might feel in your fingers, you know what I'm saying? When you can connect with your body a little bit more, you're able to uh, connect your mind and your body. Right. Or acupuncture, like which is cool. I'm, I don't. I don't really know like the like science behind acupuncture, but you know, like releasing tension in your body is another big one. They do like animal therapy, which is cool because they're basically using the animal as a medium for themselves. Take care of the horse, feed the horse, groom the horse. How is the horse feeling? Mm. Uh, They do adventure therapy, which is basically another way for them to like explore and try new shit. Like that's so cool. These sound awesome. And Danny gets to be the one like helping facilitate this and like right. be a part of this like that is well yeah kind of uh, sounds like it aligns similarly to like i feel like ways you as a person have recently adopted you know you know checking in with yourself and, and oh my goodness like i feel like i mean i know most you definitely so long, but like you make like you write out goals for yourself every month and like work to achieve that like that kind of um self-care I feel like is something that you personally embody right now too and so I think it meshes really well oh my goodness complete I I completely agree with you and that's why I feel so fortunate to be in this position because I really as a young man can I feel that I can connect with these young people and like I'm really I'm genuinely living a healthy lifestyle like genuinely trying to take care of myself and genuinely have goals that I'm working towards and like it's it's not like I'm just at work like telling them like come on man like get it together like oh you're like you should try this or do this like I'm really like in my own life I'm really invested in trying to do this stuff on my own and like you said like I was I went through after the separation of my with like my son's mom and like being a single father and like a young father at that and like still trying to discover who I am these are all ways like basically the company aligns with what what I like to do which is like you know like I said like wholesome stuff you know they their diet like also too which is really cool this is kind of like a sidebar but like because they're at the house all day obviously they have to get fed so like they have a chef who makes food for these clients and the food is really good dude it's like (laughs) it's like organic produce it's like organic produce it's like chicken and beef and lamb and like they do vegetarian stuff and like it's all hella cool and like like you were talking about diet is important Mm -hmm. like and then we're exercising they have a gym there you know what i'm saying they have like cornhole so it's not even though it is all like structured it it's also like very like leisurely and you know like we're not this is not like the 1940s or the 1960s of mental health where like people are running around and getting put in strain jackets and like the rooms are padded with fucking foam like at this house it's a nice ass house they have it's like the showers are hella nice like the rooms are hella nice like um if you want if you don't want if you don't feel like doing something you don't have to like sometimes that's good and sometimes it's bad but it's cool like in 2020 mental health is changing for the better and like i'm hella grateful to be a part of it for sure Mm -hmm. it's awesome i think it's so cool that you found this 
I really researched. So, like I said, and I'm not, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything, but like, you know, I've read and I've adopted some of the ways of living that successful people have like lived. And basically, like, I looked, I looked for an internship, and then I researched the companies, and then I found the companies that I was gonna apply for, and looked for the locations, mm-hmm. and looked for like what are their values, and like. Then I go on another website and look up what are their employees saying? You know, how much are they getting paid? Like, what's the growth in the company and stuff like that? That kind of, like, legwork is really important for me because I don't like making decisions just on a whim or, like, on a feeling. Like, it's got to be, it's got to make sense to me. It's got to make, it's got to be good on paper and it's got to be good in my, like, values. And then, like, that doesn't come easily. Like, you're saying, like, you you put the legwork and you put the time in to really find something and it took you kind of growing as an individual over the course of however many years to get to the point where you were ready to really put the time into that and do that and find a job that you really appreciated. Like how many, how many shit jobs were you at that you were just like, Oh, why am I still here? And then, you you know, like it yeah. takes time to, for sure. It takes time for sure to get to a point where you can be like, I don't want to say happy, but, like, Gary Vee always talks about, like, oh, you got to be willing to eat a certain amount of shit. And, like, even when he didn't put it like that, I kind of knew, like, my grandma would tell me, like, you have to be willing to, like, sacrifice a little bit so that you can, like, get to a cool place. Dude, like, you know, I worked at Jamba Juice, which is cool, but that was, like, just a regular job. And then I fucking, like, you know, at a grocery store pushing carts. I worked at a dental office where, like, I worked for this asshole doctor who was like, <laughs> he was a jerk, and my manager was a micromanager, and like, you know, fucking, I had to drive an hour to work one way, so two hours on the road, and I was always late, and like, I ended up getting fired from that job, but like, at that job, I learned like professional skills and fucking like, uh, clerical office type skills. I worked at Western Dental for like a really long time, and that taught me like the ins and out of the ins and out of like insurance public insurance uh you know what i'm saying dealing with different people and like financial contracts and stuff like that and so then lastly before this job i ended up at whole foods and like i was fucking that was a really humbling experience i was getting paid 15 dollars, which is not a lot of money in the bay area which is not a lot at all actually and fucking i was pushing cards and like i'm working at the grocery store and like I don't know how, but some way or another, fucking working at a grocery store became essential. And, like, people were, like, grateful for, like, supposedly grateful for a second that people were at the grocery store. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just not, like, a job that's, like, fulfilling for me personally. And so, like, now I'm at this job. I found this job. And, like, I'm pulling up 20 to 15 at least minutes early because I'm leaving an hour early because I'm not going to let myself be late. I'm getting my clothes ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking professional mm-hmm. when I come to work, speaking professionally, sending out these reports. I'm reading the training stuff that they're giving me, at least for a glance over, just to like be familiar with the system. I'm asking questions and introducing myself and saying good morning to people. Like, I just feel like uh, you have to try and accumulate your knowledge and like apply it you know what i'm saying that's how you get the best version of yourself like 
You know what? Remind me when high school football, when coaches say uh, commitment to excellence. Oh, man. Like, it takes a commitment to excellence. You can't just feel like it one time and, you know, not feel like it the next day. It's got to be a commitment that you do every day to be great, and you can't slack off on it or you lose it. Oh, man, for sure. You know, I totally forgot about that for whatever reason. But, yeah, commitment to excellence. That's so true. I felt like I feel like that's like healthy habits or habits. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like I talk to you all the time, Jonathan, and like we always talk about how the success that I'm having is not just luck. It's not just like, oh, I woke up one day and it happened. Like, this is the accumulation of fucking three years, four years of me, like, not really. I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not living lavish. I'm not living lavish now, but like, you know, I just feel that fucking things are going in a good direction for me. And like, I can't wait to put in another four years or another three years and see how far it goes. Like, I feel like the other thing that's really helped me is stopping smoking weed really the way that I was. I was smoking weed like regularly, but I stopped that. And also I don't drink like nearly as much as I used to. I mean, I'll celebrate on an occasion for sure, but not to say that I don't smoke like at all, but definitely cutting down to like once a week or very little, like on a scale of one to 10 being like a one has really helped me if I can stay focused and like be productive and <clears throat> yeah, it pays off for sure. It did. It didn't do, it, it didn't make me super productive. Fucking some people will say like, Oh, I'm fine on it. I'm who I normally am on this. But like, I really feel like a refined sharpened version of uh, Daniel Isais versus when I'm like high and like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think everyone has like their own personal vices and some are stronger than others. And it's important to recognize which vices are holding you back and which ones are kind of letting you loose a little bit because there are Definitely. positives to vices as well in the right amount. <laughs> you know, there's, there's good things that come from being in a creative state or being, you know, relaxed in a time of like a lot of anxiety and stress, you know, and allowing right. yourself to, to kind of get away from that a little bit, but also sure. you don't want that to consume your life and oh, yeah. be like, dependent on it so i think it's good that you found the kind of happy medium where you don't have to completely remove something from your life in order to still enjoy and benefit from it oh my gosh yeah everything you're saying man is like it really resonates with me for sure like that balance that gray area you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have to be black and white it doesn't have to be i'm a stoner it doesn't have to be i'm a snob and i'm straight edge and like i'm against anything like that you know what i'm saying like it's good also too it's like it comes with personal growth with personal growth like everybody will discover it in their own time or they won't or they will or they might and they'll come back to it there's no there's no timeline there's no schedule on it and that's like oh man huge thing like like people have so many crazy different experiences people you know have kids young have kids late go to school early go to school late you know, yeah. work work a job that they've hated their whole life and then find out what they're passionate about in their 40s. Right. People, you know, do something that they're passionate about early on and they burn out and end up finding something else. You know, like, Dude. there's no schedule, there's no timeline on it. So it's it's awesome to see so much growth and success from, like, someone who's on a different timeline than the traditional timeline. 
you know man and that and that's something and that's like when you can understand that when you can let go of kind of like i want to say i want to say stereotype but i, I don't think that's the word it's kind of like the peer pressure or like the social so, pressure norm, of like social norm right uh the the normal of like whatever normal is like when you let go of that dude it's honestly like so liberating like you know everybody is on their in today's day and age dude anybody can be anything and like it doesn't matter like you said like what feels good to you like what makes you happy are you growing like do you feel safe like all those things are important it doesn't really all the other shit is for the birds like right if if you go to school and get a degree you might not make a lot of money if you fucking drop out of school and start your rap game you might not be a fucking star rapper you know what i'm saying like you there's no one way to get it and like i really don't like when i hear people say like <clears throat> i really don't like when people talk about i dropped out of school college is not for me and college is not for you either you can do it without it vice versa you need to go to school without education you're not going to know you're not going to be successful i mean Those are- both projections those are both defensive those are people being like this is what i chose for my life i want to be sure that this is right people who are insecure about the fact that they didn't go to school people who are insecure about the fact that they went to school and aren't doing anything with it like so but like you gotta just take the opportunities you have and i think at the core of everything make sure you're enjoying you know i mean there's some there's some instances where it's like you just gotta fucking work the shit job like just gotta do it you got it because you need to make money but like work towards enjoying what you're doing you know that was yeah. one thing my dad always taught like he instilled in us so much he's like I, we don't care what you do i don't care what you do i don't care you know what sports you play or, or what extracurriculars you do as long as you're liking it and i played basketball for nine years and every day not every day but like probably every week like as frequently as he drove me to practice he would ask me are you still enjoying this like do you still like it oh i love that because he himself was like this i mean he's old He's old now, but he was like a star athlete and like star athlete. Oh, my dad's gonna jump on the side. Why are you trying to play him? Why are you trying to uh sell him short? Man, he got I mean I mean he's I mean point is like he's not a star athlete in like modern times. It was like a while ago, but still coming still. out of high school. Put some respect on his name. He got, he is, we're out, he he got 16, 16 offers, scholarship offers to play Damn. football. He also got drafted. He got drafted by the A's. Or not the A's, uh Angels. Angels, yeah. He got drafted, drafted by, by the Angels. And he didn't play baseball his senior year because he preferred football. That's his thing. He preferred football over baseball, even though he was better at baseball. But then he... So he decided to play football instead of baseball. He decided to play football instead of baseball. And he spent only his senior year playing quarterback. He played receiver and running back previous years. And his senior year, he played quarterback, and he loved it. He only got one offer to play quarterback. So he went to Cal. Because that was the only place to offer. But that was him being like... I don't care what I'm supposed to do because, like, everyone wants me to, including his dad, who was, a, like, a little uh, – was a professional umpire. Like, I'm just going to do what I enjoy. Like, and so that's literally – I've always thought that. And now I work a job that I love, and maybe I'm not getting paid as much as I could have in other jobs, but, like, I love it, and it makes me want to work hard, and it makes me – feel like I'm making a difference yeah so that that's always been the back of my head again if you're like in the position to capitalize on opportunities that you know will make you happy you should do it dude those are 
parents parental goals i'm gonna definitely do that with my son i try even at three and he's almost four like i still talk to him like about like being happy like like are you happy are you having a good day like like just like the quality of life stuff like i don't really baby him too much like i try and like tell him even from a young age like you know have fun enjoy it like don't worry so much about this or that like just right. have fun like i'm gonna take care of you like you just enjoy your little life like it's all good right. and so yeah man that's great that your dad fucking did that shit where were we what were we talking about we're talking about not or... everybody has like to follow a certain path and yeah everybody should recognize that other people's paths are different and there's not one right answer to anybody. I genuinely don't think school's for everybody. Like I I 100% don't think that like, but like I also obviously value education and, you know, pursuing, you know, um, you know, a higher level of education and something that you enjoy and are passionate about. But, you know, there are plenty of people, there are plenty of paths, that you can take. I always knew that growing up too. People would ask me what I wanted to be. I'm like, I don't know. There's like a million things that I don't know of. There, yeah. There's like a million different jobs and paths and careers that I've never heard of. Like, I'm not going to just sit here and tell you a teacher because it's the only one I've really been like exposed to that kind of interests me. Plus, there's plenty of people that go down the same path that also do it on different tracks. Totally. You know? Oh like, my God, dude, like, that's so true. For example, like where I'm at right now, like, it's taken me, and I'm still, like, on the fence about it, but, like, it's taken me so long. Like, I went to school for five years, graduated, started substitute teaching, you know, I've worked my other side jobs, and, like, now I'm finally deciding, like, yeah, I think I want to teach. Like, I'm going to go back to school, and I'm going to, you know, get my teaching credential and a master's and, like, go back and teach. And I'm looking at a program at UCSB, and then I sometimes I get in my head, and I think about it, because we have a, a friend that we went to school with, Megan Coda. She was a badass and totally killed it, graduated in three years, did the master's in teaching credential program in her fourth year, had a master's and a teaching credential within four years. And I still had another year before I finished my master's. Before she was 21. I think she was was young for the grade too. 20 with a master's. Two degrees is 20. And she was like already (laughs) coaching and teaching. And now I'm looking at her like, damn, I could have been doing this like years ago if I just like knew what I wanted to do. But then I'm like, I didn't know that I wanted to do this then. You know, like it takes time to... Yeah. To find yourself and, and figure out, like, just because someone else knows what they want to do doesn't mean you have to hold yourself to that same track. Oh, man. That's all true, man. That's so fucking true. You're what's going to make you unique and special to your students is much different than what it, this other young lady is doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to relate to them in a different way, taking more time, the same way that, like, Maybe someone, like you said, goes straight through college, does all their psychology programs, master's programs, licensing, psychology, uh, like doctorates, whatever, like versus someone who has more life experience or like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, bro. It's all good. Fucking we get. Well, everybody's fast. And that's what's cool about it, too. You get what you get. You know, her taking that path where it's like, you know, super badass and and do it in such a short period of time. I'm sure it's inspiring to other people who are confident and are like, oh, I could just be confident in what I want to do, like, and just, like, choose that path, and, you know, so, totally, I know you were bringing up the other day, we were talking about that, about you and Danny, about how you guys, um, like, kind of give advice on areas 
like to each other in areas where you guys like had stuff flip flop. Oh like, yeah, like we totally use each other as a resource. You said like Danny took the life route first before going to school, and I took the school route first before going like into like. Life. Danny advises you on like, like credit and like general health and like like living stuff and like you're like you know help you navigate like intricacies of like some school stuff. Yeah, right? Jonathan's been really helpful about like my uh, schooling. I had I had like a lot of questions and he was able to like basically tell me like X, Y, and Z for this program and so on and so forth. The last thing that I wanted to say though on the topic of um, school is just that. I think also, too, the misconception about school is, like, when you get your bachelor's or when any degree, that's not, like, an end point. Like, when you get your degree, you're supposed to be also, like, hustling to, like, hopefully work in that field or, like, hopefully try shit that's, like, similar or, like, reach out, connect with people and stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's hard. I mean, I don't know what the experience is, like, for you guys, where you guys were in Santa Barbara and you guys were in... That's a very saturated area of people who are trying to do the same thing. If you have a psychology program and there's fucking 2,000 people who are all majoring in that, in that program, Santa Barbara has a population that's very small. There's only so many clinics and uh, therapists and so on and so forth. So in a way, I feel grateful that like here in the in Hayward. But then I don't know. Like I feel like also, too, you just have to like keep trying, keep messaging people. You know what I'm saying? Like Basically, what I'm saying is like, you can't just get the degree and then think like, okay, this is it. Like, fuck what now? Like, that's how you end up working at a grocery store with a degree. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, if you paid a lot of money, if I paid a lot of money for a car and I wasn't driving it, I would be really upset because I'd want to drive the car that I paid for. Yeah. That was an analogy for like, if I have a degree, I want to use the fucking degree or like do something in the career field to it that like, you know, so yeah. I, I just also think, though, because, like, along with along those lines, there are some people who think that this is kind of this kind of little life hack here. There are some career paths where what you got your degree in, what you majored in, is, like, not that big of a deal. But more so that you have one, that you have a degree, and they have some, like, background knowledge. Because, um, really, that just shows commitment to one thing like something right that's like what they're looking for yeah and so that's a little that's a little bit things i think that some people do feel pigeonholed when they have this degree and it's in this particular field so they have to find something in that field and yes i agree with you you probably you want to use that knowledge that you obtained but also don't be afraid to you know apply to other things that are kind of sort of outside of that that pigeonhole you know and kind of sort of on that break that you might not have like the you know, directly applies to your degree, but something you're interested in, you could still like bring that knowledge in a different life. Dude, I would, I would even argue, I would even argue that if you don't necessarily, if you need the degree for like a paper, like just for like credentials or whatever, I would even argue try and do it on your own. Like basically what we were talking about earlier about fucking working a job that you hate is like, you have to hustle outside of that. Like, right. like for me, like working jobs that I didn't like, I was, going to school after working 40 hours and also being a parent to hopefully try and be in a spot where I could get a job that I actually enjoy. Like you have to hustle. Like you don't just fucking, if you're unhappy about, if you're unhappy about a situation that you're in, like analyze the situation. Are you doing literally everything that you can do? There's always something more that you can do. There's something more that I can do. Nice. There's hella shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
it's all it's about it is really about the mindset for the most part i would kind of say like if you have the mindset like i've tried everything i've done everything and this is just where i'm at this is just how life is like that is that right there that's the problem right there you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like so yeah yeah i think i think staying positive and and it's so easy to be negative that's the thing too is like it's so easy to be down and like not sure of yourself and not confident in your own abilities and right and you know like or easily even, even the things that you're supposed to like you get a degree like my degrees in philosophy regardless of the amount of knowledge i have in philosophy i'm not gonna hold myself to be like oh i have to do something philosophy related like realistically you can apply what you know to a bunch of shit right like oh my can, god what? yeah afford, like i'm not gonna find some like philosophy internship or like I don't want to go into like necessarily modern philosophy. I just want to use what I learned from the past and apply it to the future and like how I look at situations. That's really how I take philosophy is just like life lessons and different outlooks on life and Mm -hmm. how I can apply that. And I think that me applying that as a teacher can help me like connect and relate to, to students in different ways. And you know, like that's how I want to apply it. Which is great. Fuck. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. And like, kids kids understand real more than anybody can understand like people especially young minds who i don't like i don't know what it is like kids just know real sometimes kids can't detect bullshit but i think like once you get to a certain level like actually they totally can yeah for sure um I i was reading something on i think it was like the forbes website and it was an article basically saying that with in the light of everything that's happening with covid that teachers are some teachers are taking the approach of just going on with the curriculum that's regularly scheduled but you really can't just go on like you really shouldn't just go on like ignoring all the shit that's happening out in the world like it's important for you to like relate what's going on in the world to your curriculum for example fucking the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement, which is a really big topic right now. It's like a really big movement with all the injustices that are happening. It's important to bring that into your classroom. It's not like it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, with the COVID situation, like teaching kids, like you can tie in fucking biology or you know, like fucking all types of shit to what's really happening in the world. Like, I mean, what else is there? Like, voting. People are fucking pissed off about who's the president or who's not the president or what he's doing or who who's thinking about running. Like, you could tie that into fucking government. Like, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And I think that's what makes, like, traditional schooling, like, hella boring is when teachers are just like, we're going to talk about what the book says. Yeah, like, you know, like how like how boring is that? Like, no wonder people get bored and no wonder people are uninterested in school. Like, because you're talking about something that doesn't fucking relate to them, like. I don't, I don't know, like, I'm not going to generalize, like, all teachers in one light, but I would definitely say, like, if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, the best teachers that I've ever had found ways to incorporate what's going on today into their classroom, and, like, it gets students engaged, and people have opinions on what's going on right now in their lifetime. People have less opinions about fucking the Stamp Act or the fucking Boston Tea Party, like, they're like, okay, like, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So I'm, I'm looking... 
I hope that I could be like that one day, you know? I know that you will, dude. You definitely will. You're not taking all this you're not taking all this info that we're putting out here and you're not as smart as you are to not do this, you know what I'm saying? Like one way or another you're going to find a way to make it your your own classroom. Cool. So So yeah, guys. That it's pretty much that. <laughs> That's our little. I'm really, that's... I'm really happy for you, Danny. It sounds like you're in a really good place, and it is a result. I feel like of really hard work and dedication and focus and drive. And I'm glad you're reaping those benefits. Thank you so much. It's like the little seeds that I put in the ground a long time ago are finally starting to blossom. Yay! Aww. And you know, to anyone, I really, I'm not just like. Um, I'm not just, like, pushing something that's not real or reality for me. Like, you know, with hard work, anyone can get there, too. And, like, you know, I'm always a resource for anybody. Like, I'm definitely always trying to tell people, like, pursue shit that you're passionate about. Don't just chase the bag because you'll outgrow the bag. The money the money is not going to really make, like, make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yesterday, dude, I was fucking – yesterday, this young – guy was outside of Target selling candy bars and like I was just like what's up man is this what you're doing for the rest of your life like where like what do you want to do man what do you it sounded like nobody had ever talked to him about like you can dream big you it's okay to have big dreams it's okay to pursue something that is not the common like when he told me like what he was trying to do with his life which there's nothing wrong with this but i just feel like you know it's important to have dreams and a vision and you know that's why if you like write them down that shit is like that's why i write my shit down i like it that's why we're doing these you know just this is a, a point in time where you know 10 years from now we're gonna be able to look back and you're gonna see what, whatever you're doing you're not gonna be done with school maybe some more school you're gonna look back on this job and you know, and what you learned and what you thought at this time, and you're going to be able to use that and reflect on it. And... Makes me feel good. Makes me feel good. I got I got good vibes right now. I'm happy to see you. I'm glad to see you doing well and feeling successful. Man, thank you guys for having me. It's always a, good, it's always a great time. Of course. If anyone uh, wants to talk to me or ask any questions about what we talked about today, you can find me on Instagram at Danny though. I'm always open to a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will catch y'all later. Bye. Bye.